Laugh time on Roll Gay Role Play. With her eyes rolled back in her head, one of you will kill a queen. Oh, shit. Uh, Benny's going to go back to the body and grab the net. E- Eve, what, what happened? Where's the queen? It seems that our dear queen has met her demise and she is no longer with us on this plane of existence. <sighs> Anything of note that I should know about? Uh, yeah, there's a, a gaping axe wound on her neck, right mm, on her lower what? neck. Why did you have to use the word gaping? She's got a I'm huge so gape, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was also contained by non-magical means. <laughs> what do you mean, like the... I'm sure your guys will figure it out. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm exhausted. All right. Bye, Lux. Thanks. Bye, Luxif. Love you. Oh, Jet, hon, I'm not sure if you're paying attention, but uh, there was a net and it belonged to Hogum and Hogum murdered a queen. Yeah, apparently Eve knew. I don't know how. Welcome to Cut a Bitch, Eat Some Dicks. I'm Chris the DM. That's all. What? <laughs> um, hi, I'm Tisha. I play Benny. <laughs> it's over. We thought we'd get to the end. We thought we'd get to the end. I'm Brandon. I play Teradek. And uh, I've never cut a dick. I don't, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. I have. So Did sorry. I say cut a dick? I think so. <laughs> eat eat some dick. Herbs. Cut a something. Cut a bitch. Eat some dicks. Oh. But I have said it enough times that I've switched it, and I have said eat a bitch, cut some dicks, which also I feel applies. Like that's very Joyal. Oh, god damn it. A Joyal thing to say. Yeah. Hi, I'm Katie. Uh, this is the place where I go when I forget where my place is in the intro. <laughs> okay. Um, and hi, I'm Jonathan, I play Eve, and like my good grandmother, Nicki Minaj, used to say, broke bitches should never laugh. I'm looking at you, Demi Lovato. (laughs) What did they do? I'm just feeling a very kind of way after I saw her be a judge on Legendary. I'm not pleased with her. Them. I'm not pleased with them. How dare you? They're Camp Rock royalty. They're disgusting. So... Speaking of Camp Rock, we have a question that's totally related to the Jonas brother. <laughs> I, I already forgot the question. Wow. Our question this week is, what is your version of literal hell? Chris's is burned up by the Jonas brothers, obviously, just on repeat in the background. Oh just floating through space listening to that. Oh, that's my literal hell. Floating through space. I don't even have ground. No oh, music, I fucking no noise, hate space. No it's cold. That's the worst to me. Quiet, Stars. cold, nothingness. You die. Oh, no. Are we assuming that you would, like, survive the vacuum of space? Well, I feel like, okay, so, like, literal hell is, like, supposed to, like, punish you eternally, right? right. And I feel like the punishment okay. for me eternally is literally just to, like, kick my ass out in space and just be like, all right, bye. And I'm just spinning well, forever in dark silence. It's like that episode of Futurama. You're going to get hit by an asteroid and then little people are going to grow on you. Oh, okay. I love that episode. You know what? If I become a planet, it doesn't seem that bad. (laughs) Are you calling me fat? (laughs) You'd become a god. And then what if they, what if war happens? How do you choose a side? And Mm. then if you sneeze or fall asleep and put your hand on your stomach, you murder like complete genocide. Yeah. Yeah. Natural disaster. That's why you have insurance. There's no insurance in space for gods. (laughs) What is you know, that famous tagline, there's no insurance in space. <laughs> Why would you bring the concept of insurance to somewhere where insurance didn't exist? Because it's hell. Hell. Rude. <laughs> it's hell. Oh, that's true. Okay. Obviously, my hell is insurance. Obviously. Wait, doesn't like insurance work better for you in Canadian land? Um, so we do have 
some public health insurance, but don't get it twisted. Like, if you're sick, you still have to continuously prove to your workplace and the government that you're sick. Mm, okay. Like, literally every two weeks. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> um, speaking of twisted, um, my personal hell would be, like, a whole bunch of, like, fine-ass men, like... They're gorgeous, they're beautiful, they look like Linda Evangelista, and they're awesome. <laughs> and they do everything that, like, a guy that's interested in you would, would do, And but they all say no homo every single time, and oh. they just kind of, like, leave me out to dry. Oh no, I'm in a fraternity! Yeah, and then I get gaslit <laughs> um, <laughs> into, like, having feelings, like, out of having feelings with for them, so, Yeah. I think that'd be my personal hell. I'd be like, okay, well. Rough. I feel like mine's um, kind of similar. My personal hell would be, like, being with a group of friends that don't participate in things, but still do fun group activities, if that makes sense. Like, you go to a nightclub with your friends, and then they, they don't want to hang out in the VIP <laughs> section the whole time. So you just, like, stand there, and you watch the dance floor, but you don't actually go do anything. Oh. <laughs> From the VIP section. Right. Because you're so cool, you got to stand there and not do shit. Yeah, that's gross. I hate it's that. It's the worst. <laughs> Or, like, you go to a theme park, and then they're all like, well, I don't really like roller coasters, so I'm just going to wait here. If you want to go on, you can. Or, like, you all go out to dinner, and then the guys are like, no, I'm not actually hungry, but, like, we could talk while you eat. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that. That is terrible. Don't just watch me eat. Or pay me if you're going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Give me enough money, I'll step in the salad first. Oh, my God. Shut (laughs) up. Here we go. Real. Uh, cue, cue the fetish. Fan service. Yeah. I feel like my personal hell is either like, I am literally as, un, like, I need to be dressed formally. Like, I am talking layers of just, like, the shittiest plastic formal wear. And it is, like, over 150 degrees Fahrenheit outside. You can literally, like, walk through the air. Like, it's soup. The humidity, and there's, like, bugs and stuff. Like, I'm literally describing Florida. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. being in Florida would probably be my Oh, my God. Hell. Being in, like, Florida with, like, a fucking powdered wig and, like, Victorian hoop oh. dress skirt shit. Right. So and I just have to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm not melting underneath this, like, polyester <laughs> plastic bag, and there's just sweat stains. Right. And it's just... Oh my god! And the person you're trying to impress has like a very sensitive snow, so they'll they'll smell you. <laughs> What's that smell? Oh, I'm just I get so sweaty during the summer. <laughs> it's, it's really gross. We get it. You love eating watermelon with your shirt off. <laughs> Making me sound like Chris. It's like the fourth time we've talked about it, Katie. Jesus, it's just how I picture you now. No top watermelon eating. <laughs> just it's like a cave or something. If you ever hear anybody eating on the podcast in the background, it's just Katie shirtless and some watermelon. It's true. Um, Brandon types all the time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes Katie's eating soup, though. Or ice cream. It's usually crackers, though. Okay, I'm into that. Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm into uh, Um, Speaking of, my literal hell, actually, it's nothing like that, um, is probably like a scene from the movie Saw. Like, I'm stuck in a room with blood all over it and body parts. And there's somebody over the loudspeaker talking to me, but the voice is just, like, one of those red pill, incel, conservative, 26-year-old humans, like, explaining politics to me while referring to women as femoids or whatever. And I can't really do anything about it. I just have to listen to this person talking while I try to escape this death room. I'm not a liberal, I'm a leftist. Literal hell. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, that would, that would, yeah. Like a room where like you clearly know the answer and no one's listening to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd blow it up. I'd, <laughs> right? We're all going We're down. We're all going down. It's, in place of silence, I would like to replace my answer with come on Eileen over and over again. Oh, God. That's my literal hell. Is that, is that a song? Oh, I love that song. Yeah, go ahead and give us a little snippet. I, I oh combine the phrases snippet and tidbit into snidbit. So enjoy that. Eileen. Eileen. No, that's Come Jolene. on, Eileen. Na, 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 na. I just. Yeah, I don't know the words, but it's something you have to sing when you're at the bars. Yeah, you have to. It made my skin crawl just now. So, yeah. Yeah, don't do that. It's good. I actually really like that song, but I'm very white. Yeah. 
Yeah. My, my dad's in a band, and that's something that always played in our house. That song is just, it's, it's, I can't anymore. I think I only ever hear it at the bar when there's hockey on. Like Eileen. You just need to be named Eileen at a sports venue. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> Takes on a whole new meaning. Oh. Uh, (laughs) And you pause. I'm currently looking up Come On Eileen, YouTube.com. Just, you know, spell it right. Keep on your safe search. I feel like there has to be a spoof spoof porn about that. I hope it's a a musical porn. I hope it's a musical porn. Speaking of musicals, I think my second hell would be, I get really bad secondhand embarrassments. You know, like when there's a musical episode or people have to like sing or they're just in high school. I think having to like watch people with way too much confidence do karaoke or like perform a play forever. Bad karaoke rough. It's crazy. I used to go to karaoke almost weekly because I had a crush on this boy and he was like way into it. It was Mm -hmm. awful. (laughs) It was at a bar called the Geek Easy. It's such a cute name. Some people are like, was he okay or? The guy that I was seeing, I mean, he was... Oh, I wonder if he'd ever hear this. Um, he was cool. Washed up show kid. He lives in New York now. <laughs> oh. So who cares? Let's talk shit about him. No, don't. <laughs> Please do. I, I think I've mentioned it in here before, but I, well, maybe I didn't because it's kind of gross. How explicit are we going on? I've said a lot of shit. Is he handjob guy? Wait, is he handjob guy? Fisting guy? Handjob guy. Oh, no, no, no. Not the movie theater handjob. He's, okay, okay. um. Fisting guy? Oh, is he fisting guy? No. <laughs> I've really told a lot of weird sexual stories on here, huh? Um, this is uh, the one and only time I've ever sucked a dick and then gagged afterwards. Like, physically, like, Ugh. actually, oh, like, was I left his apartment it? as fast as possible. It was the most disgusting fucking thing. He was um, uncut, which is, like, totally fine. But he didn't clean himself, Ooh. which yeah, yeah. it's not hard to do. It's not. it's not hard to clean but he didn't, and I got like a mouthful of smegma, and I thought I was gonna throw up on him. No. Wow. So I just like left immediately, and yeah. just literally was like hacking and spitting on my way back to my car. I could. Uh... Damn. Well, my stomach has done some backflips, and that's okay. <laughs> now By I'm far, help. the best transition that we can have into the <laughs> episode. Speaking. I'm so sorry. Speaking of dried cum. Uh, Put a warning on, <laughs> on at the beginning of this episode. If they have just eaten, please wait uh, until their food has digested properly. We need to explain because crusty crusty cum is like not like an aperitif or like a digestif. Nope. There are cookbooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a huge dick, though. It was huge. What is? What good it. is a big dick if it's like contaminated? Right. Pogum. Oh, I don't like big dicks at all anyway. I think they're scary and intimidating. I don't like them. Sorry, this is weird Talking and personal in a lot. things that we don't like. Let's play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We will pick up our story where we left off. We are going shopping. <laughs> shopping. We're tramping through the bush. On and on we push. Yeah, Jet's going to offer her arm to Eve. And I look over. I look over to Jet, and I immediately turn on the drama, and I say, "We must make it to the shop." Oh my god! <laughs> I can let Princess carry you if you'd like. Oh, thank you Sterile. so much, Jet. Eve, yeah. are you really that bad? Um, here, let me give you a little bit more. Do you want some more, more health? No, we are in safe grounds now. I can okay. just rest afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Vinny follows them to the shop definitely being like a hypochondriac right now you can um all hop on the platform and tara if you don't want to go to the shop and you want to go to your room you can just stay on the platform and move without it i'm not Uh, going to split the party but i'm mad about it (laughs) i think as you uh, i I think that the entire time while we're on the uh, platform like eve is like trying to like reassure tara (laughs) that like they're amazing <laughs> Weekly in my arms. Terry's like smiling a little bit, but her arms are still crossed and she's looking down and away. <laughs> As you approach the 13th floor, you can see a bold blue walls with a bright yellow sign that says Gay Kia. 
Yes. <sighs> is that why you wanted us to go to the shop? You, you go to Gekia. Yeah. Okay. As you land, a directory board is in front of you. There are um, the directory board has a uh, shows you the maze of the store that you're going to walk through before you reach your customer service area. So you're going to see armor, weapons, potions, scrolls, magic items. You can add upgrades to your items that you currently have if you want to add anything to them. There's also a candy shop in there. There's an exchange program, so anything that you want to sell, you can get back Gekia store credit. And then the last part is the customer service, food and drink, and restroom area. As you, as you enter the store, you can see that instead of arrows being cut out on the ground to show you the direction, it is glass, and underneath are, is an um, aquarium, water, and you can see fish in there. What kind of fish? The redfish. <laughs> oh, my favorite. <laughs> Swedish. Redfish. And they're also on the walls. There's a, Basically, the background of the gay Kia is like an aquarium. So there's just a fish tank everywhere. But there's little cutouts in the floor, the walls. So you can see them moving around all throughout the store. Cool. Are they Swedish fish? They are absolutely oh my God. Swedish fish. Thank you. God. <laughs> Shows the worst. <laughs> I'm so happy with that. Yes, there are Swedish fish in the gay Kia. So... Before this episode, I told everybody, if you wanted anything before this last final fight, this is when you guys can get it. If you want to sell anything, purchase anything, upgrades to your items, this is it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. just so that I don't have to describe all eight rooms that you're going to walk through, let's just say you walk through all of them. And it looks like a Geikia magazine, right? Mm-hmm. A little coffee yep. shop full of potions and scrolls. Business center with, you know, weapons at all the desks, because that's normal. Uh, so you walk to the customer service area. Oh, the candy shop is literally just that. It's just like bag your own candy and then weigh it, and you got to pay for it. Nice. What kind of candy yeah. do they have? Swedish fish. That's it? Are they actual Swedish fish, or are they like the fish that are in the walls? They're real fish? No, they're like the candy Swedish fish. No, there's all the candies. Chocolates, mints, fruity stuff, licorice, jelly beans, garbanzo beans. <laughs> um great i'll fill it back with carbons and beans and then it's lovely they're like slightly wet too it's great great so you enter the uh the customer service area and you are greeted with a sign that is propped up on a desk uh on it a screen appears with two pictures flashing back and forth and it's a generic person looking shape and the pictures back and forth make it look like it's waving so the screen is greeting you Hello, screen. It waves again. Well, now I just feel dumb. It will start flashing pictures showing showing you what uh, everything is in the area. So it's it's Gekia. It only speaks in pictures. (sighs) (laughs) If I don't get a sigh, it's not worth it. You gotta like be an audible. I'm just so tired all the time, you know. So you can see that there is a place where you could exchange your things. Basically, this is the area where anything you want, you just have to talk to the sign uh, and let it know what you need. If you want an item, the sign can help you get it. If you want to exchange items, you can put it into a bin to the left. The bin will then calculate how much uh, store credit it is worth. And then you can decide whether to sell it or not. Okay. Yeah, Jet's got a couple ideas. Okay. Okay. Um, perfect. I want to know something that will make me harder to hit and make it more likely that I'll hit. Make you harder to hit. So either increase my AC so I'm less likely to be hit because the things that hit us now are like 60 fucking damage each time. That's true. Right. Right. Or I'm more likely to hit so I get like more pluses to hit, you know, like versus AC. Or the damage that I do do is wild. Doo doo. You know what I mean? Doo doo. Okay. If if we were to add an upgrade onto either your weapon or your armor. Okay. Also, how much gold do you have? Or what do you have yes, to sell we for it? Figure out. Yeah. So she's probably gonna get rid of everything that she doesn't need. So unfortunately my scimitar, she might get rid of her scimitar, unfortunately. Um, equipment. I also have a bunch of money that Tara owns owes me. How much money does Tara owe you? And a, I don't know. I don't remember. It's a lot. 
You owe me a lot of money. <laughs> you sound <laughs> like my college. Card. I, also, I know. I don't right? know how much, but a lot. A lot. And it's all loans. Um, my bag of holding. I haven't used that for anything. And that probably is worth some money. And I never ended up giving Joel his thing, did I? Isn't Joel dead? Yeah, you know that weird, like, lizard thing that only worked for lizard people? I think they're called dragonborns, you fucking racist. Lizard people. (laughs) Yeah, you do have a dragonborn thing. I wasn't sure if you sold that or not at Shrek's work, but if you don't have the money for Mm. it, you probably still have it. I mean, if I did, I don't remember. I'll have to go through all of my notes, but if I could just have the information, I don't want to, like, purchase anything, but I would like to get an idea so I can barter with myself. So what type of damage does your weapon do right now? Okay, so right now I tend to use the Flame Tongue Longsword or my Warhammer. So that is slashing or fire damage. And then what's your AC at? Uh, My AC is a 20. Oh, no, you're not going to be harder to hit. (laughs) That's hard enough. Yeah, hard enough. What's everyone's AC at? I'm just curious. Tara's at 18. Uh, Eve is at 16. Jesus. The rogue Eve's druid. Eve's 16? The rogue druid is 22. Are you yeah. wearing armor, Jonathan? Nope. That's right. That's right. That's why you're 16. Okay. You're not wearing anything and your AC is 16? Well, I have the buff from being a sorcerer. That's fucking wild. Okay, I'm just looking at everyone's character sheets if there's not. So for the the Flame Tongue Longsword, if you wanted to give up all of your whatever you're bartering, mm-hmm. we'll do an additional D8 of damage on it. Okay. So it would do 2D8 plus 4 or 2D10 plus 4 if you used it two-handed. There's something okay. called a defender that you can add to any sword. Uh, you gain a plus three bonus to attack and and damage rolls made with the magic weapon. The first time you attack with the sword on each of your turns, you can transfer some or all of the sword's bonus to your AC instead of using the bonus on an attack. For example, you could re- reduce the bonus to your attack and damage rolls to a plus one and then gain a plus two bonus to AC. The defender is pretty cool. So yeah. 5e thing. You gain plus three to attack and damage rolls made with the magic weapon. Is that like an archetype or something? It's a, it's a weapon, any sword, and it's legendary. It requires attunement. So, I mean, it's legendary. Okay. So you can... Oh, none of the items in um, Gekia require attunement. However, you do have to put them together. I hate you. <laughs> well, I feel like that takes longer. <laughs> I got them all out, guys. I got them all out. I'm done. Maybe. No, you're not. You have it. Yeah, so we'll do... <laughs> we'll do the defender. Uh, plus three to attack and damage rolls made with a magic weapon. Okay. And that would be everything I have. I mean, you just... I mean, this is a legendary item. No, 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 I know. Yeah, did I have to think about it? Anything else anyone wanted then? Because... Um. While Jet thinks. Yeah. This is a magic items place? Yeah, this is Perfect. where you can get whatever you're looking for. Or exchange whatever you're looking to sell. I have this locket that I've never really needed. It gives me plus two to AC, but nobody seems to hit me anyway. Even if they do, <laughs> it's like a baby scratch. Eve immediately um, perks up. It's like, oh my god, I could, um, I could totally use that. Oh, okay. Um, here you go, Eve. And she gives her um, amulet of health to Eve. It's a wondrous item. Your constitution score is 19 when you wear this amulet. It has no effect on you if your constitution is already 19 or higher without it. Jesus. And she takes it off. So what's that bring your AC up to? Eve? 19. Nice. Yeah. And considering you stay back a lot of the time, and that's good. Yeah, so that changes my AC down to 20. 
and I need to... Okay. Oh, no, you're just going to get your ass kicked by everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that brings Eve's... Or, sorry, Benny's AC down to 20 because of her... Okay. Um, she has that that wooden neck, um, choker necklace that she wears. That's why it's 20. Right. Okay. Um, so hardcore. She's, she asks if they have something that's called, um, I heard about this mirror. Um, the, I think it, I think it was called the mirror of simple order. Mirror of simple order. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm looking for something I heard called the mirror of, I looked this up in the dungeon master guide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, after I was told about, you know, be careful about yellow mirrors, um, I started looking up mirrors, like, anywhere that I could. And I did hear about this one mirror. Also, my armor did not go up. It was just my health. So, oh, that doesn't add to oh, your AC? No, it just adds to my health. I think the only thing that adds to AC is dexterity. Oh. Oh, What? Your AC is is con. Is that amulet supposed to add AC? Yeah, it. I think. Hold on, let me. No, dexterity is armor class. Armor class is dexterity. Yeah. Benny, have you been cheating for two years? I may have been cheating for two years. Hold on, I unequipped God. it. Hold on. Ripperoni. All right, amulet of health. It's what you told me. Maybe I just added something called something else. Your constitution score. Your AC doesn't go off your con? No, your AC is dex. The con modifier affects how much health you get whenever you level up. Okay. So, you want a mirror of simple order. This is a weird item. When a character steps in front of this mirror, he sees a strangely distorted image of himself. The reflection moves as he does, but the face reflected in the mirror is the image of an ordinary face. There are eyes, a mouth, and a nose, but all lack character. Although the figure moves as the character does, it is shorter or taller than he is, adjusted in whatever direction approaches the average height of a character's race. The clothing worn by the character is altered as well. Bright colors will be muted, appearing as shades of gray, and any ornamental work on armor, weapons, or clothing will be completely gone. If the character stands in front of the mirror for more than two rounds, he is instantly polymorphed into the image in the mirror. The polymorph character must make a system. Oh, that's not D&D. All right. Here's what I have. Players (laughs) that look into this mirror turn lawful neutral. And not just when it comes to alignment, but also their clothing and personality. Bright clothes become dull and ornamental armor loses its decor. Depending on the person, this might change a character for the better or alternatively, not at all if they were already lawful neutral. That's crazy powerful. I know. I know. Uh, If they don't have it, that's fine. I have something else that I want. Yeah, the only mirror that they have is a less than simple order, and that they got it from Alvin's almost useful items, so that's not... It'll make you polymorph into a weird-looking person. Um, Mm. What's the other item you like? uh, The other item that she's looking for is called the Wand of Smiles. Okay. She's basically going to either, uh, depending on how everything goes, and this is a little bit metagaming, depending on how everything goes, she's either going to use these items on herself that she's asking for, or she's going to use them on someone else. That does seem to be how items work. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's either she's she she either gets to a point where she really can't make sense of anything whatsoever at all in her world or her perspective, and she's just going to say fuck it and use these items on herself and just give up, or she is going to use them on the person that she thinks is. Like, infiltrating this world and trying... Infiltrating the hierarchy. Okay. Uh, The 
Yeah, when you go to the screen and uh, type in Mirror of Simple Order, it says out of stock. When you type in Wand of Smiles, it says one in stock. 60 gold pieces. Okay. Um, the Wand of Smile will amuse you, your players, and the characters in your game to no end. The charges stowed in this wand can be used to force a character to make a charisma saving throw. On a failure, they forcibly smile for the next minute. Yeah. And then she... Definitely available. Yeah. So she wants that. Uh, Let's see how much gold she has. I can't remember how to... Oh, yeah. She has plenty of gold. Does... There's also something that's called the Wand of Scowls. Yes. Do they have that too? They have one too. She wants that one too. What happens if you use them both on somebody at the same time? Let's find out. It becomes a wand of lethargy. Yeah. The <laughs> wand of uh, that weird, that smile emoji that is just a, a straight 180 degree line smile. Oh my God. <laughs> the upside down smiley thing. <laughs> it's the face I think it is. Or the noise. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they uh, when you type in the wand of scowls, is it? Yeah. Uh, when you type that in, it shows that it's a bundle now. And so now instead of, what did I say, 70 for each? 60. Instead of 60 for each, it's 100 for two. She buys it. Buys them. Okay. Uh, as you are exchanging, you're getting your wand. You can uh, roll perception for me. Perception. Oh, shit. I was apparently logged into the right account. Uh, other people can go. This is the perfect time for our mid-game announcements. And first things first, Badongdan owns a newster Bashermir Ba Elena. Vahopen dat yechenit van alles veop onze patron heben. Really, really hope that was at least close to Dutch for you. And in case that wasn't quite right, thank you for becoming our fifth international patron and our first from the Netherlands. If you want a shout out on the show and see everything that we have on our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash rollgayroleplay. And that's what I've got for you this week. So now here's a message from one of our friends at the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. The year is 2225, and the end of the universe is nigh. Welcome to the Junket Podcast. The Junket Podcast is an actual play and really gay TTRPG adventure currently running the Maelstrom campaign, a science fiction take on Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition featuring spaceships, space aliens, and a whole bunch of space gays. Follow a found family of misfits and miscreants on a cosmic caper that features science and magic, love, loss, and a whole lot of laughter. Who knows, maybe they'll even save the universe or something along the way. Did that tickle your fancy? If it did, new episodes launch every other Thursday at 5pm GMT on all major and minor podcasting platforms. See you soon in the Maelstrom Galaxy. Uh, Tara's going to walk up to the whatever this thing is and say mama needs a new pair of spell slots and then slap a bag of 19,000 gold into this thing yeah damn what do you want I don't know spell slots I didn't look up magical items in the GM guide <laughs> you guys died. Yeah, either what, were we supposed to I said yes. you could if you wanted anything I feel like that's cheating I'm like, I want to be stronger. No, I, I'm the DM that will let you buy whatever the fuck say, you we want. All, we all searched. Okay, okay, give me a minute I to Google. I just do my homework. I mean, y'all can do whatever right. you want during. I'm I just gonna I'm be... logged back in. I'm going to roll perception. Okay. 11. As the money is being taken off the counter and the wands are being placed, you can see that there are fish in the tanks that are hitting things in the tank to make everything move. Gay Key is run by Swedish fish. Oh my god. Oh. Do they dissolve in the water or are they just like literally little red fish? They're little red fish. That's really cool. That's so cute. I mean, good for you yeah. for employing uh, Swedish fish. Um, you see a thumbs up appear on the uh, screen as a fish bonks its head against a rock. That's a weird thing to make them do, but you know, okay. Not everything is by force. <laughs> <laughs>
Cool. Uh, Eve, maybe the fish invested. Maybe they saved their little fish pennies. Fish pennies. Can Eve buy something now? Yeah, absolutely. What do you got? So Eve pulls out the bag of dragon parts. And Mm. Eve says, "Um, I I need to speak to somebody. Where's your manager? The person on the screen that waves comes back. One, two, one, two. Hi, um, are you the manager of this establishment, this gay Kaya? A thumbs up appears. Fantastic. I have these most valuable dragon pots um, here that I've collected from a dragon uh, that took the queen and also killed the queen. And I would like to exchange these dragon pots um, for something most amazing. And as I say that, I point to a stick on the wall. What stick are we talking about? I want the staff of power. Ooh. So, if we could just make that happen. I, I think that a, a, a grouping of dragon parts would be fine for a, a very rare staff. Most fantastic. I'm glad sure. that we're on the same page. Yeah, you put the dragon parts into the bin for exchange, and it pops up with a credit, and then scans the sc- uh, staff of power, and the credit reads zero. You now have a staff of power and less body parts. Um, does it come in pink? Oh my ah. god, yes. A fish will bonk its head against a, you know, skull in there. But like a fake skull, not a real skull. I just like pirate-themed stuff, evidently. A fish will bonk its head against a pirate ship, and then it'll take back the staff of power from you, reach up for the top shelf, find a pink one, bring it back down. You now have a pink staff of power. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it is most obliged. And I, I, I tuck it away in my, um, in my shirt. Okay. Sure. That's where staffs go. So then it's just... It's just TT. Jet and Tara, if they want anything. TT and JJ. I'm busy. There's also meatballs. If you want meatballs. Cinnabon. Yeah. And there's no way that I could Carbs. level up or anything instead, right? Like, there's no, like, you get an extra level orb. Is there an extra level orb? I don't think there's an actual extra level orb, but, like, level orb. Okay, no, I just put orb, and then it just came up with a bunch of orbs, which makes sense. Yeah, I don't see any. I, I typed an extra level magic or extra level item by me, and it doesn't seem to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, I think unless, like, Jet goes out and, like, grinds. Right. That's exactly what it would be. It would be a grinding thing. Okay. How many fish do you want to hit? Or any destructive tattoos, because those also exist. It's like a spell rot tattoo, where it could kind of be like a Hail Mary. I don't want to blow myself up, though. I really should have thought about this. But yeah, Tara, you can get tattoos that have spells in them. Wait, who what now? Spell yeah, tattoos? Yeah, there's a tattoo parlor as well. There's a fish tattoo artist. Okay. Spell rot tattoos. Where? Okay, hang on a second. I'm looking through an old-ass Dungeon Master book. Oh, Brandon got the book out. Like a chomp. Magic item contains a single spell up to fifth level. Yeah, you... What spell do you want? Up to fifth level? Is it like a once-per-long-rest type of situation? Or is it a once ever? I think it's a once ever kind of thing. Uh, that's kind of bullshit. Let's see. To use the tattoo, you must hold the needle against your skin and speak the command word. The needle turns into ink that becomes the tattoo, which appears on the skin in whatever design you like. Once the tattoo is there, you can cast its spell, requiring no magical components. The tattoo grows faintly while you cast the spell and for the spell's duration. On the spell's end, the tattoo vanishes from your skin. I mean, it's still an extra, like, okay. Okay, I think Jet is going to literally shovel over everything that isn't on her and of sentimental value. Okay. And take the defender. Cool. Very good. You can add that to your inventory, then. That's a real decent attunement. Or real decent. Yeah. You do have to put it together on your weapon. Oh, yeah. And same thing. The wand is just in, in fucking pieces. You've... Not even the same size pieces. It's like a weird puzzle. Okay. Also, are there any um, communication devices? 
Ah, there are speaking stones there. Yes, you guys need a set of speaking stones. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think those are only like 10 gold. Those aren't too expensive. Benny Wisem. Not that anyone's been keeping track of their gold aside from Tara. <laughs> I actually haven't been keeping track. Of, I, I'm sure I've been, spent some of those. Benny's been keeping track of her gold. Have you? Yeah. Good. I promise to be better at this next time. Tara wants a ring of telekinesis. Ooh. I mean, Tara does kind of have the pick of whatever Tara wants. A ring of telekinesis. Uh, it is a very rare level item. I don't know how much that would cost. Uh, I have that up. A very rare item costs... Very rare is 50,000 gold. Shut up. Whoa. Hold on. I just gave Jet a, a legendary, legendary item worth 500,000 gold pieces. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have gotten any of these things. This is where I, this is why you can get away with shit with me. Uh, so, yeah, you want a ring of telekinesis? We'll give it to you for a discounted price of, what do you got, 19,000 something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, discounted price of 19,000 something, sure. I'll throw in a rhinestone Yita stall. That's got to be worth a couple Ooh, of 10,000 gold. Nice. <laughs> yeah, very worth it. Then the uh, ring of telekinesis will also come in whatever color you want then. <gasps> it's sparkly pink, duh. Okay. You got a sparkly ring, tele ring of telekinesis now. She uses yeah. it to, like, hover the gold into the tray where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, you see a fish pull on one of the plants, and then the uh, screen claps for you. Nice. Lol. I love these intelligent fish. Yeah. They're great. Right? Um, I just didn't want to do an accent. That's all it was. Hey, fair enough. I'm not doing a voice. It's run by fish. So, is everyone happy with their items? This is like the last stop store. Very. Seriously, you're not going to get a chance to come back to Gekia. <laughs> is everyone excited with their free legendary... <laughs> right. Have you taken advantage of this situation enough yet? Absolutely. You have not. You've got this last chance. Uh, Jet wants to get a tattoo. This may be her last day alive. Face oh, tattoo. Oh, that's great. Face tattoo. Yeah, it's going to be like a face tattoo, and it's going to be like... It'll say... I went to the council, and all I got was a stupid fucking tattoo. <laughs> I thought it was going to say dog lover instead of dog killer. That way, if we ever met that guy, you dog. guys could fight. <laughs> I don't know when I go around with dog lover tattooed on my face. I feel like that's a crime. <laughs> okay, you know what? In retrospect, that's not a great tattoo. <laughs> okay, so then I will... You can get this the spell rot tattoo i'll let you go as far as uncommon is that fair so third level is, is as high as you can go oh i was just literally talking for shits and giggles not a a spell tattoo you don't want a spell tattoo you just want a tattoo fine oh my god can we get matching I don't tattoos have anything i literally will have to have sex with this tattoo artist i mean i'm not opposed what? to get this tattoo what? but i don't have any money left. what makes you think that sex with you is worth fifty thousand gold <laughs> <laughs> I've never stuck my dick in a rock before, but I assume. <laughs> mostly flesh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But mostly flesh rock parts. Flesh where it counts. Flesh where it counts is the name of the episode, <laughs> folks. Flesh where it Gross. counts. We should get like matching wow. team tattoos. Yeah. The tattoo artist is a fish, but you're in good hands. So maybe not sex with it. <laughs> If you don't want to spell, it'll give you free tattoos for all the shit that you're buying. Benny might be interested in yeah. buying the headband of insight. <laughs> headband of insight. Yeah, hold on. Let me make sure that's... It's in the adventurer's vault. Gives a static plus four item bonus to insight checks. And has a daily to give a plus six power bonus to a single insight check. What do you got that's close to 45,000 gold pieces? <laughs> This um, sick puss. <laughs> yeah, Benny wouldn't be willing to give that up. Well, I mean, I do have several religious artifacts on me right now. Oh my god, I don't. I actually this have group three is the of worst them. set of heroes. But I wouldn't be willing to give any of those three set of religious artifacts up. Um... <laughs> I mean, you might be able to pull off a headband of insight for the DVD box set. Or the Halo. 
I'm not going to give the halo up. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit out of my, out of my price point. But, uh, you know, if, if that ever goes on sale, I'm going to sign up for that notification. Uh, the terms and conditions will appear on the screen asking you to accept. She enters in her contact information and accepts. Okay, good. Without reading. Uh, you got an alert on the speaking stone that you have with Loxiv. And the one with Natin. It appeared on both of them. Oh, okay. And this new set that she bought. Yes, all, uh, and all four then, yeah. All of them. You just got a notification that you're signed up. So you're enrolled. Good job. Cool. Any other items that you guys need before we leave Gay Kia and all of its Swedish glory? Uh, I don't know. Are there any other just legendary items laying on the floor we can... You just swipe? Yeah. I think you guys are good. I think everyone's happy with their items. Yeah. Is what I meant to say. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Cool. We fucking run so this then... place blind. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can leave Gekia and head to your rooms. Obviously, everyone wants to rest. Uh, so it's Eve and Jet in one room, Tara and Benny in the other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Benny gives uh, Eve the second speaking stone, explains to him how to use it. Basically, it's once per day unlimited words. Okay. Yeah, it's that or 10 words. Unlimited times. Right. Yeah, she did. She set set hers to once per day unlimited, unless Eve has a problem with that. But I think unlimited might be our best bet in Absolutely. this overnight situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then she was going to say to um, Jet if she wants to do the, like, seance thing. Yeah. So I am, I told uh, Eve that I would stay and keep watch while he rested. So I am going to try to fit a long rest in here, but I did promise that I would stay up and watch. Um, so if she doesn't mind watching Eve sleep, we can do the seance. Yeah. Let's, let's just chill in their room for. Oh my God, sleep over. Yeah. I mean, it only takes me one minute to cast this. Um, okay. It's called Augury. It's a ritual. Wait, I could do it as a ritual, but I don't have to. I'm I'm not going to. Mm. I'm just going to cast it as a second level spell. By casting gem inlaid sticks, rolling dragon bones, laying ornate, laying out ornate cards, or employing some other divining tool, you receive an omen from an otherworldly otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next uh, thirty minutes. The DM oh. chooses from the following possible omens. So the specific course of action that Benny is considering taking in the next 30 minutes, because she's not really hurt that bad. She still has some spell slots and she's really not reliant upon spell slots. Right. Uh, is uh, she wants to go search for Anamik. Okay. So, yeah. That's kind of the same page that Jet is on. Like, Jet was looking to go either search for her brother or, yeah, like, literally herself. Yeah, we or, could do search for a hogum. Yeah, I think just looking. I think looking in the dungeons where you asked where people would sneak in. Like, I think my generic course of action would just be see if I can find literally any of the three people that we're looking for. Because we do have a lot of people yeah, to find. The DM chooses from the following possible omens. Wheel for good results. Woe for bad results. Wheel and woe for both good and bad results or nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. So she's she's casting this and trying to see what results she would get, um, what kind of omen she would get from this auguary if her and Eve and if she could talk Tara and, and uh, Jet into going and searching for Anamik and Hogum. Okay. So the, uh, if you were to go searching for anywhere that's like a hiding spot or trying to find Hogum, Anamik, you're just not going to find them right now. Okay. That's fine. Also just this whole yeah, time, Tara has been telekinesising her hair to kind of flow in the wind. Oh my fucking god. I can cast it at will now, so that's constant. Constantly, I'm going to be telekinesising everything. 
Your sword's always tinkling. Era's not doing shit anymore. Nope. She doesn't even fucking walk. She's hovering. She's floating through. <laughs> fuck these feet. I'm not using them. Still wearing the kitten heels, though? Or, you know, now you can wear stilettos while you're battling. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Season finale. I can wear stilettos. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's where you're... Okay. Where you're at. Looking yeah. right now isn't going to do you much good. All right. She shares that with everyone. I will say Jet looks really put out by this. Like, she was kind of high-key depending on Benny having some kind of fucking magic thing to just point her in the right direction. Like, this is a big place, and she yeah. can't find him. I'm sorry, Jet. Yeah. I was really hoping for better results. But at least we know. I'm not going to say it's fine, but maybe we can try later. If you wouldn't mind. No pressure. Like, we obviously got to rest. Hmm. Okay, Jet. Whatever you say. Good night. Hey, when you say Ooh. that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Benny can leave their Jet and Eve's room, head back down to the room with Tara in it. Tara's asleep, um, but she's not laying in the bed. She's hovering above it. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. <laughs> Benny sleeps in the bed right underneath. Uh, Tara? Is that what's happening? I guess. Lol. It's like the weirdest bunk bed ever. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, then while everyone is sleeping, I need everyone to roll me a d20. Don't worry about adding anything to it. God. Kay. I'm using my Beyonce die. Don't you love it? Get my Beyonce die. Okay, well, it fell on the floor, so that's, that's telling. <laughs> it's telling. Benny rolled a five. Nineteen. Fourteen. Seven. Okay. Everyone's dead except Jet. We don't know if high is good. Here's what can happen. Jet, when you wake up, you realize you fell asleep. You guys can all take a full rest and be healed now, by the way. So I wasn't supposed to fall asleep. You'll wake up, Jet, and realize that Eve is not in your room. God damn it. Um, at the same time, both Jet and Tara and Benny will hear a knock at their door. When Jet opens her door, her brother Dwayne is standing in front of her. Oh my God. She screams and hugs him. Jet! <laughs> oh my God, he thought you like died. It's been like so long. It's just going to punch him, but like in an older sister way where it's, it, it hurts. Like, don't tell mom, you can hit me back. But like, I thought you fucking died. You got kidnapped by Santa Claus. And there's just so much crap happening. And I thought I made some friends. They were really cool. And I was going to introduce you to them. But one of them thinks I'm a murderer now. It's just really overwhelming. And I'm so happy to see you. And what the fuck happened? Why didn't you call me? Jet, there's a lot that's like going on right now, but I was told we need to leave. We're in trouble, and you and I should escape now. But just the two of us? I can right right now? Yeah. Um she's gonna do a perception check. Okay. He doesn't seem nearly freaked out enough. And I'm feeling kind of a little offended as well. <laughs> Maybe I'm not being freaked out enough. I mean, he could just be really high. <laughs> I just felt like that's the way he talked. Just real, like, relaxed about all the things. The universe has brought you back. I was um, like, Jet, we need to go. It's that's... a 19. No, he's being pretty serious with you that he thinks that y'all are in trouble and that you should go. Okay. Do I see a speaking stone anywhere? Does it look like there was a fight? No. While, you, while your brother is telling you that, we're going to move to... Uh, Benny and Tara hear a knock at the door. Which one of you would like to open it? I think the knock kind of startles uh, Tara awake, and the telekinesis wears off, and I fall on top of Benny. Oh! Uh, <laughs> Just oh a lot God. of sword clanging. Wow, that was close. It almost got me. Um, your swords, you know? Because you're wearing what? them as a skirt. Well, you're sleeping. There are two beds in this room. Oh, I, I mean, I just thought it would be smart to be close. <laughs> Uh, okay, who who was knocking? Is that did you I hear it? The knock bangs again. Bang bang. I don't know. Um, should I answer it? 
or do you want to? Oh, I should do uh, it. I'll yeah. answer it. You you stay you stay back there. Um. Yeah, Tara like crouches in between the beds. Just 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 hide. Tara hides under one of the beds. Um. You can hear the sword scraping against the stone floor. <laughs> uh, who's there? Cool. Uh, I have a sword. Um, hi, it's your uh, loyal friend, Eve, St. Eva Laurent, founder and first protector of the Church of Yonce. Um, okay, what, what's up, Eve? Uh, and Benny opens the door. I think Tara's crawling out from under the bed. Scream, scream. Oh, hey, Eve, how you doing? Uh, hi. Well, it seems that while you all were cowering behind beds and such as and thereof. Um, well, you know how fragile I am. Thanks, Eve, for coming to check on us. I hope you got some rest. Hopefully you got your spells back so you can be useful again. Um, oh, I did. I, I say Annemiek has been captured, uh, and we must take care of her uh, post-haste so that she does not kill yet another queen. Annemiek's been captured? Oh, I didn't hear anything on, on my speaking stone from Loxif. Uh, I do not know about that um, and your communications with him, but I do know that she is here in this tower right now, and we must be there to see that she is the recipient of absolute justice. How do you know she's been captured? I was told. By who? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Does Jesus exist in this world? I would have gone with Loxif, but that's fine, too. Um, while... While Tara is asking that, Benny pulled out her speaking stone and says, Loxif, Loxif, um, wait, ten words. Hold on, let me That's do this two. again. Loxif, Loxif. <laughs> and she goes into a second message. Backspace, backspace. <laughs> she goes into a second message. She sends yes. that one, whatever. <laughs> uh, she goes into a second message and says, what is going on? You captured Annemiek? Why didn't you send anything? That's 12 words. She sent it in the third message. <laughs> okay, great. What Why didn't you? new message is going on? I sent Eve to get you. Meet at Queen's Quarters. Okay, I just thought we were closer than that. We'll see you there. <laughs> oh my god. I find it very petty. Than that. I find it very petty see. that a whole animic is here and you are worried about the fact that you weren't immediately told. And I'm trying to tell you. She has a spanking stone. <laughs> I mean, she's like, like, what is the point of e- of these at all if she's not responding to people and then people aren't responding to her? Like, you sound like my mother. There are plenty of things we have done on this journey where you did not immediately tell Loxon. <laughs> That's fair. Ma'am. Yeah, like the net that we thought that you were keeping a secret from even your party members. <laughs> I thought so too. Uh, so I so say, apparently you um, saw it. So. I saw, so I say, we must make hurry, we must not dilly, we must not dally, and we must go take care of this Annemiek before she uh, weaves her deceit like she did all over you, uh, Miss Benedetta. Oh, okay. And Eve, like, flies down to the courthouse. Yeah, Tara's uh, hover T-posing down the hallway behind them. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> okay. Then with Eve, Benny, and Tara on their way to see Anna Meek and Jet finally reunited with her brother Dwayne, the mostly rock. Don't know your last name? Johnson. Flesh where it matters. Almost Johnson. Johnson. Dwayne, the mostly rock, flesh where it matters. Join us for the finale next week on Roll Gay Roleplay. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay on TikTok. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Katie, and you can find my rabbits uh, on Instagram at uh, Steny, S-T-E-N-N-Y underscore chicken. With no E. And hi, I'm Jonathan. I play Eve, and you can find me on Tiki Tacky at St. Eva Laurent. And Instagram at Eugene underscore J90. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.